If you are looking to renovate your home or business, Prime Custom Renovations has your back. Prime Custom Renovations offers many interior and exterior work for your home and or business in Illinois and Wisconsin. Now, depending on the size of the project, Prime Custom Renovations can fly out directly to you to get your project done. Now, if you use code WALKER, W-A-L-K-E-R, you can get an exclusive personal offer off of your project. You can reach them at pcrenovations2021 at gmail.com or give them a call at 224-908-8626. That is pcrenovations2021 at gmail.com or give them a call at 224-908-8626. And make sure to use that code WALKER to get your exclusive offer off of your project. And welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Marking Out, the professional wrestling podcast. I am your host, Dean Walker, a.k.a. The Reaps, a.k.a. Mr. Reaper, a.k.a. Are you fucking drinking beer right now? I am. It's been a this long weekend. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Weekend. This ain't beer talk. What are you doing? No, it's not. We're going to get to beer talk later, but right now we're no. going to talk about WrestleMania we, night two. We're going to stop all the sidebar talks. Now, something that's better than beer talk. Lord have mercy. Here it's we coffee go. talk. No, we no, it's no. not. No. no. Hold on a second. Let me go ahead and take a sip. We don't need that. Save it for Wednesday. No. Save it for Wednesday. Are you positive? I'm positive because I won't be hearing it. Save it for Wednesday. That's disrespectful. It is. Well, anyway, I am Dean Walker, the greatest podcast. Uh, you don't host? even know what you are. Am I the host? Is this what we're? Am I gonna? Am I going down as the greatest podcast host of all time? You can be. I will be. I don't know. That's you, that's. You're certainly doing your job of putting me to sleep. Can you get on with it? Okay. <laughs> all right, Mister Sleep. <laughs> Who are you? Go ahead and introduce yourself. I am. <laughs> Jeff is projecting what his wife says to him at night. I'm sorry, who? Wow, who's Jeff? I don't. Know. That's what I'm gonna call you when you when when wow. you need a reminder of who you, know you are. What? All right, when you gotta humble me a little, I'll bit. humble you a little bit. Okay, that, that that's, that's you're fine. Jeff that's tonight, and I am Smoke. AKA eight no AKAs. No, you fucked it up. Because you're not good enough. All right. Hey, and it's hey guys, it's me, Neil, Pretty Boy Thomas here. I'm here too, guys. Nice we, to nice to join you. Nice not, to join you. Uh, thank you, so, Neil. Yeah. I'm glad that you are here. So uh, sitting across uh, from me. If Cordell didn't put you asleep, this one will. Wow, that's a burn on me. Hey, so we're gonna talk about WrestleMania <laughs> Night Two. There was a lot to get to here, and uh, so Dean, what was the first match on the card? It's a long night. I really don't remember. So let's get to it. <laughs> the first one was the Raw Tag Team Championship. We had RK Bro defeating Street Profits and Alpha Academy in a triple threat. It was a good match. I think it was a great opener. It, it was, was way match. better than yesterday's opener. And they got way a lot better. of they got a lot of pop. They got a you know they got the crowd interaction. Um, I don't remember uh, hearing any "This Is Awesome" chants at all. I don't know. I think there was. Was right? there? I mean, well, when Cody Rhodes came, of course, in Austin. But that was, I'm talking about prior. We knew we were going to get the chance for yeah, them. Yeah, because they, they had the This Is Awesome chance 
the first match tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was the first match, yeah. Yeah, we knew they were we knew the big heavy hitters were going to get those chances, but yeah, tonight I think I, I think the Street Profits put on a good show. But you got to think so too. R- RK Bro, the Street Profits and Alpha Academy, they've worked together so many times over the last seemingly months. The the chemistry the, the chemistry was yeah. there, the quality of the match was there. I mean, RK Bro, I just think a couple months ago, everybody assumed that Randy Orton and, and Riddle were going to be broken up feuding with each other. But yeah, they, the fans love him. Randy Orton said he's having the best time of his career right now. Riddle seems to be in love with Randy Orton. I mean, yeah. look at he's 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 marking out every time he's in the ring with him. So they have, they have a good they have a good thing going. Yeah, I I really like that they um that they put those two together. Now, at first I wasn't feeling Riddle because of the bare feet. But you know, <laughs> that's okay. I can live with it now. No, we're not talking about you. I'm talking about me. You know, I didn't Well, it's good to know you don't got a foot fetish. No. That's gross. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 good news, man. Okay. Um, do you have a foot fetish? <laughs> Who, Neil? No, you. No, me? you. I don't think Dean does. You brought it up, so we're asking you if you do. I mean, he, he brought up feet. I'm not talking to Dean. I'm talking to Jeff. Me? Mm-hmm. That guy doesn't exist anymore. Okay, so on to <laughs> match number two. Wait, 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 no, 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 no. We gotta, we're, don't gloss over this. You didn't answer the question. Oh, no. Okay, now you did. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm, I'm so, glad we settled this. I'm glad, okay. it's, I'm glad it's settled. So I like the fact that the match, the opening match, got the crowd really you know, into it. It did what needed to be done. Yes, and it was a... It seemed like... I don't know how, what the time was on the match. I'm sure you know, somebody listening to this will confirm it or not. It was a quick match, but it, it hit all the right notes, and it got the crowd really into it, and it ended quickly but not abruptly and it was the rko that randy orton hit on chad gable at the end of the match to win it was good by the way montez ford we should talk about him a little bit he sells more than anybody he's hyper athletic and i think when the street profits do break up i'm a huge street profits fan when they do break up eventually we don't want to see it, but it probably will happen in yeah. time because all tag teams seemingly break up no matter how long they're together, except if you're the New Day. But we could talk about them later. I mean, they, every, um, they got their time. Montez Ford, I can see him being a single star. Yeah. he He's good on the mic. He's and a charismatic. continental championship. Yes. He's good on the mic. He's charismatic as hell. And he could be where Bianca Belair is sooner than later he has that's the, what i feel and he also has like the appearance of a solo star who could be big one day i believe that's not a knock on dawkins by the way i think dawkins is pretty good and they make a good team together but he needs repackaging montez ford is definitely going to be a single star one day yeah but I, I just feel like he needs repackaging that's all he's talking about montez or no dawkins dawkins Dawkins. He, he oh just, yes, Dawkins. He yeah. just needs a little bit of repackaging, and he needs to take himself more serious. And I think he will be there. Well, congratulations to RK Bro on retaining their Raw tag Raw tag team titles at WrestleMania and a good quality opener at WrestleMania Night Two. I don't think it was too bad. I think uh, I didn't I didn't step in too much. But when uh, you were you were scheduled to wrestle that night, not in the match, man. Oh, okay. I'm just the, saying the conversation of the match. Oh, okay, got you. No, uh, whenever I see Montez Ford go up to the top rope, I know I know that shit's gonna be good. I think he's one of the greatest 
uh, I don't want to call him a high flyer, but one of the greatest guys who goes to the I top would, rope. What do you even I call cons- that? I would consider him a high flyer. Well, I mean, he he, and technician. he flies high, technically, right? Because he jumps <sighs> high, right? I, I was, we was almost here. But we he were did. almost vibing. And then you just... <laughs> but he, he doesn't do Rey Mysterio type shit. No, no, no. But no, not everyone has to. But he is a high flyer. He wasn't like Becky who botched all of her high fly Phillips <laughs> night one. My bad. I accidentally smacked the mic. It's okay. I was just really into this conversation, man. Super into it. What I wasn't super into was the next match being Omos and Bobby Lashley. I think it, I think it did what it needed to do. What did it do? Nothing. Snack much. break. Yeah, it just. It, I actually, uh, I actually did go to the kitchen. Okay. During that time. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was okay. I I tried tried peeking out, listening to the commentating. Man, it was just nice suit. Nice suplex on Omos. I think it was too soon for that. It's way too soon. It, it kind of buried him already. Yeah, so Bobby Lashley comes back from injury. Bobby Lashley's an established WWE champion, and he's had a pretty great career. So Omos has been defeating a lot of you know named guys over the last few weeks. And to have his first WrestleMania match, I honestly thought he was going to win to actually put him over and per, you know propel him to the next level of superstardom, if you will. But Bobby Lashley uh, got the... The victory on him. So where does Omos go from here? If he can't be a beat a top tier level as you know guy like Bobby Lashley, what does he maybe, do from here? Maybe Back. they did it for their build up, for his build up, the feud or something. No, not 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 like for them, but just for Omos. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't this could this could go either one of two ways. It could be build up for him, and then he could also be back to being the muscle. Maybe. I don't even. I, I don't even think you needed this match at WrestleMania. No, no, no it's you, just you to have Lashley it. on the card. I think. You could have did without it. I mean, I'm 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 happy for Omos. He got the uh, he got the little uh, spotlight for a little bit. I mean, that's that's great. Lashley didn't need it either. No, he no, he's come a long way. He didn't need a match like this. So nobody actually benefited from this match. Nobody (laughs) except the people who needed to take a piss and and you know picks and snack break. Well, I mean, Neil, you didn't like the next match either, right? Anything uh, goes. Knoxville defeating Zane. You know, my expectations for this match were pretty low. Actually, HBK Taker at WrestleMania 25. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Um, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Macho Man Randy Savage WrestleMania 3. Okay. I mean, the crowd fucking loved it. They Don't did. Steve Austin in the Rock at WrestleMania 17. Listen, it was what it was. I mean, you had mouse traps and all these, you know, fun you, toys. You need a laugh. You need at an event like this. You need a laugh. You, a match that you can laugh at. The biggest pop of the night, or up to that point, was was it Wee Man? Yeah, it was Wee Man. Wee Man stole the show. Wee Man stole the show. He body slammed Sami Zayn and got a huge pop. Now, coming from my perspective, not being in the arena, Dallas, Texas, you guys loved it. Coming, sitting in my home <laughs> and watching it on TV. Are you trying to say that Dallas, Texas, are simple minded? I fucking hated it. It's not my type of match. Listen, it's not going to please everybody. Sami Zayn. Okay, so think of WWE as the circus, right? If you think about it, it's like a circus. Okay. Vince is the ringmaster. Yes. And he has all these clowns and elephants, lions, and tigers. Oh, my. Oh, my, right? Sami Zayn and Knoxville, they're, they're the clowns. Okay. They're the ones that are going to come out and, you know, jump out of the, run out of the clown car. 
that's what that was. That's what it reminded me of when I'm watching. I'm thinking these are guys. These guys are fucking clowns. But the but the, the but, fans but, enjoyed it. They but, liked it. They loved let me, it. Let me let me let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Right. But it was entertaining for the people there, and I'm sure a lot of people on social media thought got a good chuckle. I'm just I looking didn't. at this match. And couldn't wait for it to be over. It served its purpose. They built, they put a, just think about like how much time and effort they put into the storyline with Knoxville and Sami Zayn with the giving out his phone number and him being frustrated and red carpet premieres and all this kind of stuff. It was like a three month buildup for a WrestleMania match. I was going to, I was going to ask you this. Do you think the buildups were a little bit better this time around? Yes, I feel like they tried to at least put effort in the buildups. Well, this time. you had more opportunity because last couple of years doing because of you know obviously what was going around in COVID. I mean you you didn't have all these functions to go to, and I think it's it's just better this time around. You were they were WWE was hampered by the restrictions of COVID and not having crowds and all right, this right. kind of stuff. So you have now <clears throat> excuse me more opportunities to have better buildups, but. I knew Sami Zayn was going to lose as soon as he lost the Intercontinental title to Ricochet to Johnny Knoxville. You could see it coming because of the tons of interference from the Jackass crew. It it served its purpose. Poor it did Ricochet. what it did. It it actually got a huge reaction. And in, in wrestling, that's what you want. If people are sitting on their hands and it's silent during your match, you didn't do your job one way or another. But Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville served its purpose for what they were supposed to do. Was it my bag? No. But that's okay. It's not gonna. Yeah. Not everything WWE or wrestling related is gonna please me. And you know, Dean and can say the person, same. Yeah. And Smoke, you could say the same thing. It's just not my cup of tea. It is what it is. Well, how did you feel about the women's tag team match? Because uh, you you never re- really were like a huge fan of uh, uh, Naomi and Banks being together, and I knew they were gonna win, and they did. So, do you? How do you feel now? Any different? Same. I feel like I thought I was going to feel after this WrestleMania because as soon as they paired up, I knew Sasha Banks and Naomi were going to win. I'm pretty certain I said that on previous podcast episodes. You did, you did yeah. And I was coping that Liv and Rhea Ripley, they seem like they've been gelling recently more um, together. And they had the best ring gear, I think, tonight. I think we can we could talk about that later. But anyways, going back to Sasha mm-hmm. and Naomi. Mm-hmm. We we knew they were going to win. Sasha, to me, is main event, always main event. She's a main event player. Not and tonight. Not tonight. And ironically, Sasha Banks gets her first WrestleMania win in a tag match. Go figure, right? Yeah. Um, And it was a good match. I'm not a fan of these fatal four-ways and triple threats. It's messy. It's messy. There's too many moving parts. It gets confusing at times because I'm finding myself watching. They, I'm like, who's legal? They I, did have some decent they did they did i don't want to give it the only thing it wasn't terrible by any means they all did their job the only thing i hate about these kind of matches is it's so rehearsed and it looks so rehearsed oh like everyone's waiting for everyone's waiting for this spot everyone's getting knocked out when they're supposed to get that everything hurts them someone slap them they out they got to roll out the ring then the next person come in, they get they get kicked. They got to roll up the ring. It's so rehearsed, well, and I hate it. The next match is actually like it. Uh, I think it, you get back in the whole groove. Everything kind of gets a little bit better with uh, Styles and Edge. Uh, we we didn't finish what we were talking about. You guys are still fucking talking about that? Uh, yes, because I want to make my point on something. Okay, what 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 you what do you, what do you got to say, Smoke? What's I just going on? I want to say there? this. 
When you are given an opportunity, you take that opportunity and you run with it. And if you, as the wrestler, the performer, cannot do what you're supposed to do with that opportunity, what does that say about you? And to me, I think that this is a way to help build that division. Does Sasha need it? No. Does it benefit her? Possibly. This is just another in-between. This is just another step to build her career. You you never know. This might be the best tag that you've seen for the women's division. This could also lead into Naomi's single spot, you know, and joining into the bloodline. You don't know. I mean, I I can't disagree. And by the way, Neil, I just want to say this and we can end it on this. Liv looked terrible tonight. It wasn't her best match. It was not her best match. And I'm still waiting to see what you and these fans see besides how she looked. Because I'm going to be honest with you. I see a little girl still trying to fit in with the grown women. And I'm, and, and it's not happening. She's just, if they, someone said tonight, and, I, and, and I got, I've been arguing back and forth with them on the phone. When is she going to get a belt, a, a title um, shot? When she grows the fuck up. I stated on record that Liv would be champion at, by the end of the year. Got a goddamn Catwoman suit on. I thought it looked good. Yeah, that's all she brings. There was a lot of people in this match, right? Mm-hmm. And Sasha Banks and Naomi, they ended up winning. So not everybody looked great in this match. I don't even remember Baszler and Natalia in the match. Yeah, and then even the two champs, what did they do? They did nothing. Yeah, so we can move on now, Jeff. All right, well, the next one, I think... Uh, I don't know. I think it got the excitement back with Edge and uh, Edge and Styles. I think so. Edge and Styles was a good match. It was it was very good. I thought it was going to be the match of both nights actually, and it turned out to be extremely good. It was it was what it was. Uh, Edge and AJ Styles put on a performance, and again, let's let's appreciate these. You know sports entertainers wrestlers whatever you want to call them Edge is in his upper 40s aj styles in his 40s they are trying like hell to give the best match possible and perform at the highest level possible at wrestlemania and they were able to do that i kind of had a feeling edge was going to win um just for the fact that there were talks of him establishing a new a little stable going into this you know wrestlemania match um AJ Styles is at a point where he can put on a great performance and lose and it doesn't affect his career. You know, I think when you're at a certain level, if you lose like a Charlotte or somebody like that, if you lose a match, it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. You could still be that guy. You're still he's still AJ Styles, win, lose, or draw. It doesn't matter. Now him losing to Edge, Damian Priest comes out and now you see their little connection. That's going to be actually pretty entertaining to see where that goes. I'm excited for it. That's actually really good. Damian Priest, he's an interesting guy. We don't really know much about him. He is he's he's older now, but he's running from NXT. He had his United States title one, which I was I thought it was pretty good, even though a lot of people, you know, it's, felt it was differently. Kind of, felt differently and it was kind of forgettable. But we still really don't know what this dude's capable of. Uh, but going back to the Edge and AJ Styles match, they delivered, you know, the spear, AJ jumping off the top to try to do his phenomenal forearm, catching the spear, getting the three count. That's a great way to end the match. That's that's that move is. It's like either you're going to hit it 
and you're going to win or you're leaving yourself vulnerable and you're going to catch something and lose. And that's what's really good about that move. But the Edge and Damian Priest dynamic. And by the way, Edge's ring entrance coming up in the sitting on the throne. He kind of looked like a vampire. I was getting like a Game of Thrones vibe too, something from it. It felt like it, the brood all it felt, over It again. felt like the brood and it was very cool looking. It's different. It's a different element. It's I, a different layer to his character I and think, I liked it. I think this new you know, faction is going to be kind of like a showing love to Undertaker. And when Edge first started with the Brood and they were teaming together, I think I think this is what that's going to be. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. I mean, uh, they got to add at least two more people and and make it make it happen. But oh, yeah. if you're going to do a stable, you got to do three, four people. About four. That's, then, yeah, that's pretty good. And, and one female, maybe. You can always add a female in there. Why yeah. not? Maybe live. Maybe. Yeah, we can maybe. see where that goes. Yeah, hopefully she grows up. She'll grow up. She's mm-hmm. going to be champ by the end of the year, Smoke. Oh, let's hope not. Let's, let's hope so. Anyways, what was in, what, what do you feel like, Dean? Uh, I mean, I think Edge was booked way too, way too, uh, way too hot for Styles to win. I, I didn't really. I if, if Styles were to win that match, I think I would be more surprised. And disappointed. I don't know if I would be disappointed. I think uh, I think either way I'd be fine as long as it was good, man. That's all I care about. Um, but I'm excited to see what Edge is going to do like we were talking about. So I'm up for it. Uh, are you guys you guys ready to move on to the next one? Shoot. All right. Um, this is one that was highly anticipated. We didn't see it the first night, but we saw it tonight. It was... Uh, Holland and Sheamus with Butch <laughs> defeating Man. the New Day. Mm. Well, where do we begin with this? So the New Day, Holland and Sheamus got booted from night one due to time restraints. I I think that was the reason. Mm-hmm. Are, yeah. are we? Are, are we? Is that confirmed or denied? I don't know. I think it's confirmed. Man. Yeah. So they. <sighs> I know, Dean, you're a huge New Day fan. I know you'd want to see them on WrestleMania. They came out into the Big E. Injustice for oh, the yeah, New but inspired that, that gear. Doesn't, that doesn't take away that the match could have been on a SmackDown like we were talking about. It, Justice for the New Day. Yeah, it was it was a SmackDown quality match on a WrestleMania card, which you don't want to see. It felt rushed. It, it just got thrown in the, there because they had to get New Day on WrestleMania. And it wasn't good from start to finish. It was like you blinked and it was over. I don't even remember what happened. The only reason I cared is uh, for them to pay homage to Big E, wear the singlets, do their thing. That's the only reason I, I think I that enjoyed I, that one I too. Cared, yeah. I, I like that too. Um, I kind of like the loyalty they have with their team. I love it. They definitely needed to uh, do that. I, I I know I mentioned it, but I, I remember listening to their podcast, and I know, I think it was Big E's idea. It makes sense that if, if it was, but Big E was like, oh, we should come out in singlets, and Kofi's like, I don't even got the chest to do that. Like, I'm going to look like shit. And it was like a, <laughs> it was like a long-running joke. And I'm, so, I don't know. It's, it's, it's cool they did that. I was into it. Um, the... The next match, if you guys are ready to talk about that. Well, we got to talk about, I don't know, the Butch thing is still bugging me. I, I think that he's just playing sidekick to Sheamus and Holland, and I know... He seems, like pe- a, he's like, he seems like a very angry little man. He does. Next to Sheamus and Holland, he looks like a little tiny dude. Well, we're talking about Pete Dunne, by the way, if anybody didn't know what we're talking about. I he, think, he I looks, think the Butch character ain't, ain't bad, but 
not for Pete Dunn. No, I don't take him seriously. No, I don't take him serious. He looks like a little kid dressed up. He doesn't look like a mob boss at all. A mob boss. He doesn't like an Irish mob boss. Uh, Irish mob boss. He don't. No, look he, like don't, he, he he don't look gangster at all, man. He looks. You know, like you ever watch a movie and it's those guys that are like those little kids on the corner and they're like trying to sell newspapers. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that's what he looks like. Damn. Yeah. And that, that's bad. You think that's probably like the newspaper point, though, here? Right? Newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god. That's what, okay. That's that. Look at. I'm gonna speak highly on Pete Dunn. His NXT, his NXT UK days were great. I love the bruiser weight. Butch is not the bruiser weight. No. I don't know what that is supposed to be. Why is he always angry and trying to interfere in the matches? Motherfuckers, sit down. It makes him look like a clown. And it like does. The, and it, like the comic release. He's like, I'm trying to get in the match. I want to fight. Da, 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 da. Like, dude, just calm the fuck down, and man. And the fact Seamus took one hand and was like, like hold, hold me back. <laughs> yeah, you know? so that Butch thing where he's like he's like running up and he's all feisty and shit, I, I don't know if that's working for him. It ain't. It's not. Pete Dunn, where where are you, Pete? Pete Dunn, are you there somewhere? Bruiserweight, hello. You're not there. It's Butch now. Sorry. Moving on to the next match. At least you get screen time. Right? <laughs> that's a, way, <laughs> that's, that's a, a bad way, way to put it, man. Uh, hey, at least you're on TV. At, <laughs> at least you're on TV. You had a mania spot. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know who deserved a mania spot? If I swear to God, man. <laughs> I will Will Smith you. <laughs> so going to the next match. Tuck me no. What? What? Uh, no, go I, ahead, I didn't go hear ahead. shit. Go I don't ahead. know what the hell he I just said. What? Just huh? <laughs> what? We're just, we're just gonna ignore that. Um, Speaking of ignore, let's whisper. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say let's not. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> go ahead, buddy. Uh, how do you, how did you guys feel about uh, McAfee and uh, and uh, Theory? Uh, I think McAfee fucking killed it. I knew he, yeah. I knew what he what he could do. Just kind of like how I thought Logan could do what he could do, but McAfee fucking blew it out of the water. And I think it was the the hidden gem. Did it for the, did, you know, did it for. Uh, you think he did it for like the common guys? Everybody had, yeah. you know, they were really emphasizing that shit. Like I had a dream when I was five years yeah, old or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. year it was, and he, he's like. Right. He huh. definitely, I definitely put some respect on him. He put some respect on his own name because he went out there, took some bumps. He, uh, yeah, he, be, I became a fan tonight. Is this your first time seeing him, or did it you is. see the next? No, you it didn't is. See that I didn't see that. No, so, oh, I'm not. Okay. I'm not so surprised because I think he had a a match with Adam Cole at NXT Takeover 30. It was the same match. Well, yeah, at the time, I, I didn't know who he was, so I yeah. thought he was just a wrestler. This was, so the, was my like, first okay. time seeing him, so I was like, he did. He carried on the show. Um, I, I felt like he did really good. I knew Austin was going to do okay. He's a great wrestler. I'm not feeling him all the way to where I'm a fan, but he's a good wrestler. I, I can't take that from the guy. He's solid. Um, yeah. Solid. Uh, I do think that some of the other extras weren't needed. Uh, we didn't need a Vince, and, uh, a Vince match at all. It's just the stunner that fucking killed me, man. The way the way Vince <sighs> fell with the stunner. I that mean, was a, yeah, that was a nice given, highlight having you know Stone Cold come the out. Stone, the Stone Cold Steve Austin appearance tonight I, too was unexpected. And I it didn't was expect nice. it. At all. I, I liked it, nice. it but it nice. uh, but even then, even the drinking after a while, I was like, all right, now get on that ring. Right, like what he did on night two is what he would be doing like regularly, like right, like what you would see. That in was the past, that was a yeah. Monday Night Raw every yeah. night in the yeah, night. Yeah. They should have they should have ended it with him and McMahon drinking. Because McMahon is that that stunner was very bad. 
It was bad. That was all Vince. Vince. He even laughed. Stone Cold was laughing like he knew it was bad. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's <laughs> going to talk about it later, like how bad it was. And, you know, Vince never took a good stunner in his whole fucking life, even back then. The very first stunner that Vince McMahon took back when Austin was starting to become Stone Cold Steve Austin, he didn't even like the way he looked up, and he looked like he was paralyzed on the mat. It, that wasn't even good <laughs> then. This was 1997, I think. So to go back to the Austin Theory match with uh, Pat McAfee, McAfee, living out the boyhood dream is something that we all do and all want to try to achieve at WrestleMania. And he did a performance that he's going to cherish forever. And there's no knocking that. I know I've been hard on these guys who come in and are not professional wrestlers. Pat is not a professional wrestler. He's playing one. He's never going to be one. But he I did mean, a perform he did a performance. He did train. He did train. He did but train. He, he's not a wrestler. He's not a wrestler. Know, not at all. No, he's not. He's I, one he's playing one. And he tried his best. And he did a performance that he's gonna live for it's gonna it's going to be on Peacock or whatever streaming network we're going to have for the I rest think, of time. I think and, he is one of the greatest performances of the night. Ooh, I don't oh, know about okay. that. I mean, okay, I'm not saying... Are you from Dallas? What did he actually do that was so great? He jumped so he can leap from the top, from the mat well, to the I think, top rope. So fucking what? A lot of guys can do that. I think psychology-wise, hell no, right? He looks stiff to me. He looks stiff. I don't know. I think it's up for debate. I don't think he... I'm not saying he's the greatest of all time. I think of the night... Oh my God, man. Not everybody's the greatest of all time. I think of the night... He was. He did he, what he was supposed he, to he, do. He and what he was able most. to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, out of anybody, I, I think I got, I got the most, more more pop for him. Dallas I ate guess, it up. Right? They loved it. I don't know. I mean, technically, he lost the next match against McMahon. So, so he's one he's, and one. Yeah, he's one and one. I don't know. I don't. I didn't mind it. We're gonna have to talk about Austin Theory a little bit, you know, being Vince McMahon's little puppy dog. But he, I just want to know what the what is the reason for all what do you, this? What do you think Vince sees in him that's so great? Is it the youth and what he can? How can he can mold him into it being a, a future WWE or Universal Champion, whatever the title is going to be when he's finally champion? I think he sees uh, Cena. You know. The next John Cena. So if he's the next John Cena, that means he's going to be the next John Cena as a heel or a face. Because I feel like Austin Theory is forever going to be a, a heel. heel. He's, he's, he's more suited, heelish. He's suited better to be a top-rated heel. Like I can see him going the the edge route. Okay, uh, be, fair enough. Being like heel, you know, majority of the time. <sighs> I agree. I'm sorry. Is your breath starting to stink? I don't know, man. Theory kind of bores me. He he has my respect. I think he's good. It's just I I don't I can't imagine him being a top guy. Really? No. I feel like I can't. He just has to get past that superhero gimmick. That superhero thing. Not gimmick. I'm I sorry. I think he's gonna be like a Dolph Ziggler. The su- I can see that. Yeah, kind of like see that. maybe win the world title, Mid-card but not be the guy. face of the company type guy. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Theory is not going to be the face of the company. No. no, that's the way he's slated though. Right now, I just want to know why, out of all people, he 
Vince is attached to this guy where he's like really making sure he succeeds. It's just the same bullshit. The dude has probably one of the best physiques. He he's wasn't the even youngest. he wasn't even out there with Roman and uh the shield like that. No. Well the shield was more of like uh they they were like the bad guys coming in and destroying uh, shit. No, I, I I know, but I mean like even when they took Seth under you know, when he joined the authority, it was just I don't know, man. It's just for some reason Austin has grabbed Vince McMahon's attention, and I just really want to know what it is. It's his body, mm. his body, his age. Mm. I mean, that's what Vince likes—just buff dudes who are young who will just be another Cena. No, hmm. all right. You don't think so? Very interesting. So, okay, let me, let me, let me, guys, let me ask you this. So, you say Austin Theory can potentially well. You know, Dean doesn't agree. Smoke is a little more. I can see the potential bullish certain, on on theory. I can I can see the potential on uh, in, in certain stars, and I feel like he would be a great heel. So who? Okay, who? Theory's not good on the microphone. He's never good to cut a good promo. No, no, no. I think he needs some work. And once he gets that down, this is his this is his amateur hour. This is something we'll look back on later on. You know, six years from now, where he goes, I started with this and mm-hmm. that. You know, this is no. He has a lot of maturing to do. He has a lot of maturing yeah. to do. He has a lot of growing up to do. Um, have a couple kids, get married, then he'll come back and he'll be like the mainstream guy. So let me let me ask you this. So I think Austin Theory and MJF are rough, roughly the same age. Who who is going to be the future champion? Who's going to have a better career by the time they're thirty years old? MJF or Austin Theory? Probably MJF. MJF. Now, yeah. anything can change. Our, 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 our opinions don't mean shit, but anything could change. It could flip so quick. MJF, light years ahead. And don't don't take it as, I think, Theory is bad. Oh, yeah, but, this is no, impossible. I was asking the question between the two. We're talking about career No, but I'm not saying, not, two. Not well, this is, this is going into my answer. I'm not saying he's bad, but MJF is definitely, I think he's definitely going to have it better because... He's he, phenomenal on the microphone, and he can actually garnish real heat. Yeah, it's his character. But I don't then know. you he have was real hated tonight. You have theory. theory as. Do you think if Theory had a shitty body, would be would he be in the position that he's in? No, because um, MJF doesn't have a fucking six pack. Let's you be know honest. And and again, I've never been a man to not say someone is another guy's a good looking dude or whatever. He's a good looking guy. He's good on pictures and stuff like that. And I think that might be why he's getting picked. They do it with the women. They, I'm sure they do it with the guys, too. Yeah, think about it. Roman is technically what you call, a, I guess, a, a pretty boy. It, mm-hmm. That's why he got picked. He ain't the best wrestler by far. So back in the day, Roman Reigns, yeah. I think back in like his early NXT days, they were like saying he was like the LeBron James of wrestling. Oh, is that what they said? So what does that mean? That means he's a... A once in a lifetime talent, a like a phenom. You can. So he was he from the very start from his career. He was gonna be Destined the to be guy great. who they wanted him to be today, and it took a while to get there because he came up through the shield with the architect Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, who kind of stole the show. Seth Rollins ended up became the 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 leader. Roman Reigns was the muscle. That's basically what he was. He was the muscle guy in the group. Thank God he didn't get stuck there. Yeah, and then they broke up, and then Seth Rollins 
skyrocketed and catapulted into superstardom. Dean Ambrose, you know, at the time, he became champion. Roman Reigns had success, you know. But, but nowhere near where he's no, at nowhere tonight. at the very level that he's at right now. And then WWE wanted Roman Reigns to be where he's at now four years ago. Yeah. It just didn't happen did that happen. way. They finally got to where Roman Reigns is the top guy in the business. They can replace Cena's face now. Well, that was the knock on Roman before, too, because John Cena's career was already kind of starting to dwindle down. He was still main event and still relevant, but it wasn't like the same before. It was a decade ago. They needed somebody, a top guy, to replace John Cena, and they kept shoving Roman Reigns down her throat, and it wasn't working, and it wasn't clicking. No. But it finally did. Granted, but, a lot of guys left WWE, but the thing is, Roman Reigns finally got there. That's the point. But these are heels that we're talking about. Who's that face? Who's the face person there? Who Who's the good guy that people want to root for? I know Big E has the whole positivity thing and stuff like that, but I don't think he'll ever be, like, unfortunately, ever be like Cena. Oh, no. no. Like, who? We don't have, like, Roman's heel, Seth's heel. Who's that positive guy that they can root for? So you're saying who's going to be the the face? There's to a replace different type John of Cena. yes. Even though Roman has taken that spot as main guy, yes. But who's the face that's going to replace John Cena? You don't always have to have a face. I feel like you do. I mean, and, I mean the... and, and if you think about it, so who said this? Uh, someone said that wrestling is good versus evil. You always got to have a good guy. You always got to have yeah, a bad the, guy. The fundamentals, the, the basics. Yeah, you yeah. All, it's, it's good versus evil, and you do. And I feel like we have a lot of heels right now, but right now they don't have that guy that they can cheer for. Who Who do you guys think would be in that spot? I mean, they got Brock Lesnar, but I don't consider that. That's... Do you think they're slating uh, Steiner's kid to be anything like that? Braun Breaker. Or do you think he's going to be kind of just like one of the top guys, but not the face? Well, I just de- can't see the face yet. I can see man. top guy. He He's he's definitely going to be the face of NXT. He kind of is already, even though Ziggler's champion. Everybody knows who Dolph Ziggler is, but Braun Breaker is NXT. He They basically built and building everything around him for him. To be the face of the company uh, as a baby face eventually it's possible, but so many things have to go right, and he yeah. has to continue to approve, and people have to latch on to him. I don't know. Right now, he's still super young, and uh, it's still too early to tell. Yeah. Maybe three, four years from now, unless he shows dramatic improvement. But I don't know. I think we got a big question mark on who's going to be the new face. The, the new face of WWE is, you know, is the new it's face. A void. Face, There's a know. void. Yeah, there is a void. There's no. There's no hero right now that people really want to see, you know, win and defeat everybody. I don't think they have that. I think they still hold on to Cena a little bit. Oh, hopefully Cena comes out. Yeah, they don't have that right now. That's not going to happen. But speaking of Roman, let's go into this final match of the night. The main event. What you guys think? The main event was what I thought it was going to be. It was a letdown. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, it was, we could probably do a tally on how many Superman punches and spears there were in the match, and put, there. I think there was only one F5, wasn't but, there? But you said this was going to happen, but this was literally the entire match. Yes. No, it is, man. This, I mean, it's literally the entire, since they set foot in there, 
that's what that was. Now, if you if you listen to Wednesday Night Walker, uh, oh, the I Brock Lesnar episode, hmm. that's we all, all I, did. That's all I talked hundred times. It's just I don't know. It's 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 one of my pet peeves. If you know me, it's just I love Lesnar. I think he's great. I think what he's doing with the whole suplex, 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 oh, cut off into the Superman punch, suplex, suplex. How the fuck does the crowd still cheer for that, man? Am I the only one who fucking hates it? I hated it. I hated it a lot. It was no, just I, the crowd goes nuts. How do you, are they fucking how do dumb? you call these two guys your top wrestlers or and they don't show any type of skill set at all? No, they don't. And this was my fear and my fears came true. This was exactly how I thought the match was gonna go, and that's how the match was gonna go. And there was a little, like, oh, the ref goes down, Roman hits Brock Lesnar with the, you know, the universal title, and you're thinking, oh, maybe they'll they'll do something different. And they didn't really go outside the ring, they didn't fight in the crowd yet, it's like not a no DQ match and you have a 10 count, but there were matches before where the ref would have a lot of leniency, and then nobody went through a table. I mean, it's just, you're talking about the the biggest match of WrestleMania of all time. That's how it's labeled. Yeah. Did it live up to the hype? Hell no. It didn't live and up it, to the hype and at I think, all. And I think, I think in ring wise, it did nothing for nobody's career. No, it this didn't. is nothing to look back on and be like, damn, you remember WrestleMania 38, 38. No. And, and, and to go back and, and them building this match is the greatest, you know, WrestleMania main event of all time. And then you think you look back at actually what were the biggest matches of all time. You're talking about Hogan, Andre the Giant, not even close to that. You have Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. Then you have, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin, any one of the three with The Rock. I mean, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels and on and Taker versus HBK, Taker versus HBK too. And this one was pegged that way. And when you do that, you put yourself in a box. It better blow the roof off the place. The crowd, they were into it. But we've seen this a million times already. Doesn't mean it's going to be bad. But to change it up a little bit, Roman Reigns posturing. I know that's the character and that's the gimmick where he hits one move. And he you know, says he's the GOAT and the greatest of all time. And this is my ring. And everybody you know, needs to bow down to me. That's okay. Brock Lesnar was laughing way too much in this match, and he wasn't serious, and I didn't like that. It bugged me, too, right when he came out. Why are you, why are you laughing? Why are you smiling? What's so fucking funny, man? I think this Be is, serious. I think this is his new gimmick, though. The new gimmick doesn't work, then, because it's it didn't click. He was supposed to be the He's the beast incarnate, and why are you smiling so much? What's so funny? You're in the biggest WrestleMania match of all time, and you're laughing? Why are you laughing? There's nothing to joke about. Is The Rock laughing when he comes out? Is Stone Cold Steve Austin laughing when he's coming out? They're motherfucking serious because it's a serious thing. You want to be the guy. You want to be the champion. And to be laughing at that point is a joke. That's why you knew he was going to lose. And we said he was going to lose before. Roman Reigns is still the top guy right now. The match itself, I would probably get a 5 out of 10. Five, that's a little high. I would give it a three. Out it's an average match. It's a match that you're gonna forget about tomorrow. It's a three. It's gonna now, you know, WWE's gonna put it like Roman Reigns is the GOAT. Roman Reigns is the GOAT. He's gonna be the greatest of all time because they unified the titles. That's okay. They're gonna spin it how they want to, but that's but looking back at the actual match of the quality of the match, it's not as good as people you know, want it to be, but that's okay. I, I mean, was, it is what it is. I was hoping the only thing that could save this match would be what we all kind of want to happen, 
which was The Rock to come out and set up for Wrestle for, for WrestleMania 39. We said that back in a long time ago. Austin was going to close night one. The Rock was going to come out and close night two. That would have been the cherry on the top of this. It would have been like the bow on the pile of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it just it would have been it would have been like but, all right. Here's your dump. Well, we're gonna throw a little sprinkles on it to but, make it a little better. But do you not? But that never happened. But do you not remember me telling you that it was way too soon? There has been no lead up to that. Now, to me, where they might do it, they might do it tomorrow night. They might do it tomorrow night during Roman's speech. It could happen. Or they can wait till SummerSlam. Well, they're going to have to build up to next next year's uh, WrestleMania, being that it's in Hollywood. The Rock has to get involved somehow. This is the only way it's going to happen is him facing Roman Reigns at a WrestleMania. They, they, they plant in the seeds slowly. Yes, that's that's gonna be the biggest bigger bigger than the Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar match because Rock's a bigger star than Roman oh, yeah. or Lesnar. But and I do believe the Rock will bring out the best in Roman. Yes, so that's the main event of WrestleMania 38. A huge, huge match that uh, it was like a big budget movie. I'm sure everybody's seen big budget movies that you go to see and you, there's a lot of hype behind it and you're like. Just oh, didn't live th- this cost three hundred million. You're like, mm, no, mm. okay, thanks a lot, thanks for the effort, yeah. but it was it was a bit of a letdown, and we're gonna get Roman coming out tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw. By the way, who's gonna come out on Monday Night Raw first? Is it gonna be Cody Rose or Roman Reigns? I'm kind of I've been thinking about that. I I want to say probably Roman because he ended the show. He's gonna come out then, and then I think Cody will probably be. After after they get the second match out the way, Cody will be third. Yeah, so it's going to be very interesting on Monday Night Raw because be you know the Wrestle uh, the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania kind of begins a new season. So a we're new gonna, chapter, new chapter. Every, all the new storylines are well, kind of, kind of. I mean, they're going to have rematches, WrestleMania backlash, but it kind of it's like a fresh new year. So we're going to see what happens. Yep. So what do we grade? Okay, WrestleMania thirty eight's in the books. If you encompass everything we saw, how would you rate WrestleMania? What would you say? What would you give it out of ten, or what would you? What would you say about? I, I, kind of sum it up. I'll go first. I'll give it a give it a six. I'm gonna go a little higher. I think seven point two five. I'm gonna be specific. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck is a 7.25 well, I was thinking 7.5 and I'm like nah that's, that's, that's too that's, high yeah that's almost seven an 8 is, seven's too low okay alright so well 6 I thought yeah. was quite even wow you're that, that's I feel like slightly six, above average for for a stone cold return after stone that long stone cold return Cody, Cody Rhodes, Rhodes return. coming back I you do. have you have uh, Edge and stuff I feel like it was I feel like 6 is too low man Six? No, it was a for six. me seven point two five. That might be kind of low. So six is even worse. I feel like it's a six. Is it even six? Damn, tough crowd, huh? Yeah. And I, and I thought crowd. I was the the critical one. I'm gonna say, well, <laughs> Dean, if you're going uh, seven point two five, is what two you said. Five, you're right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go slightly lower. I'm gonna go a seven point zero four. So so it was a six. <laughs> It was a six all around. So they just I'm being gonna, technical bitches. It was yeah. a six. So six. I'm gonna say okay, 
being for real, I'm going to say it was probably a 7 out of 10, slightly above average, but there was a lot of disappointing things, a lot of things I didn't like. It wasn't the greatest WrestleMania of all time by far, but it wasn't terrible. It's memorable. It's memorable because I think of Stone Cold Steve Austin and Cody Rhodes, and I think that's what people are going to remember this WrestleMania for. Yep. Oh, wait. I could... Cody Rhodes may be that new face. He he does play a better heel. So yeah. I don't I don't know. You don't know. Alright. I, I what know, about I, this? I, I know I know where it does. No, I Def, don't. definitely not. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about this? What about this? Cody Rhodes, you know, continues the feud with uh, Seth Rollins. Say they end that. What if Cody Rhodes goes against the Tribal Chief? <laughs> They not gonna let the tribal chief lose before they get Roman. Tribal chief is going into Mania and going into the uh, going against the Rock, the Rock as a champion. Oh, it would definitely be. He would have to he be undefeated will, for three he years. He will plus. not be leave, He will not be losing this year. I mean, you, so you're saying when the Rock comes back, he's gonna. I mean, he could lose it maybe what a, a week and then get it back the next week. What if? What if? Uh, what if Reigns? What if this match happens and Reigns be- beats The Rock? That's how it should be. Then who the hell's going to beat Reigns, you know? Well, that's when they should be building up their new face. They got a year. Maybe. They got a year. I guess we'll see what happens on Raw. They got a year. I don't know. That's tricky. I mean, I'm all for long, long-term long booking, but... What is that? Almost like you said, three years. Three years. That's a fucking long. That time. is. That's a really long time. That's gonna be tough. Things change. I mean, he can. Now let's be honest. He can lose the title throughout throughout this year, probably like once, and then gain it back probably the next week. Is it pointless? Nah, yeah. I mean, two weeks. Two. No. Nah, I think he should hold it. Hold it. If he's gonna face the Rock, hold it. Because the Rock is gonna have to come out and be like. Uh, you're disrespecting the family, I guess, right? Like you're you're taking it too far. I'm gonna have to stop you, type thing. Is that what he's gonna do? Yeah. You think if this or goes cost down? him his title? I'm just worried because there's not too many like rumors coming out about it. I think he would cost him his title, and that's what would probably be their main event, their main uh, their main like match. the Rock cost him his title for the new face and and allows that new face to reign supreme and maybe, then and maybe. then roman is taking out his anger on the rock i don't know man i i feel like i can't i can't predict too much until tomorrow yep tomorrow That's, tells the story of it all and i i tweeted i tweeted earlier you know i don't tweet often but i've been doing better this mania weekend um i was like do you guys think the rock's gonna come out and I got 80% yes. We okay. all thought he was going to come out tonight. And it, we saw that little car that that says, oh, copyright. You know, it's the, the, the show's mm-hmm. over. And we're like, ah, oh, fuck. So, I don't know. Yeah, that was disappointing. And I wish The Rock would have came out. Because that would have really like established. Like you said, put the, put the bow on the pile yeah, of shit. Put, yeah, put <laughs> the bow on the pile of shit. That, yeah. that could have, you know, but they gave Roman his moment, his, his peak. And uh, Roman's never going to top you know what he did tonight i don't think because you know i well i think if he does face the rock at next year's wrestlemania roman will win and that'll be the culmination of everything but and you think SummerSlam is way too small for SummerSlam would have to be 
it would WrestleMania obviously is the biggest pay per view of the year. The Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania 39, I think would be the right call. If I'm booking that, if I'm Vince McMahon, no two matches, just one, just one. It's gonna be one off, and The Rock is obviously not a part of you know the professional wrestling sports entertainment like he used to be, and he's more obviously a movie star now. At least he's in shape, don't you guys? He's think in shape, and that would be the match. I would book. Wouldn't it be kind of hard to have if you have if you have The Rock come tomorrow, right? You think they're gonna build a match for a whole damn year? They did with The Rock and John Cena. Look, look watch. Yeah, but that was that but, was a little too much. But watch how this plays out. The Rock probably is going to come out, be like, oh, you're doing a great job, pat, pat, pat. And then rock bottom. Rock bottom. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a whole explanation as to what this is. And then, honestly, I could see The Rock coming out to every pay-per-view that Roman has. But never a full match, never a fight, you know. Uh, kind of like p- fucking them up. Fucking them up. Each pay-per-view. Just, just showing up and then building up. <laughs> that way, when they finally do get in that ring, can you imagine the pop that they actually get that final so, night that they can't run, can't hide. They both right there in the match, and they both going at it. What may be easier is, uh, you know, I don't think they're going to fight at SummerSlam, but maybe after the SummerSlam match is when The that Rock cool. shows up. I feel like that might be a little easier. That might be. Uh, do you think anyone's oh, yeah, we, gonna return tomorrow? Any returns from Monday Night Raw? I don't know. Um, they usually have at least a couple. I'm hoping. I'm hoping for at Asuka. least three. Is she, she big I enough can, for a I return? I can see her coming back though. Yeah, I think she's. I, I kind of. She's. She hasn't been assigned to any roster, so I'm hoping she kind of goes. Excuse me. Hoping she kind of goes to SmackDown. Bailey. Bailey definitely. It's been more than nine months. I thought Bailey would come back for the Rumble, but obviously she wasn't cleared, and you know she was joking around about it on Twitter and stuff. But where like does that. Bailey fit now? I think she should come back as a face. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, yes. Because honestly, I feel like the besides Sasha's a tweener. I feel like now she's face, but she's an in betweener. I feel like the women's division is missing that face. I feel like Bailey could do it, but I don't want the hugger. No, I think she, I think she's past that. And I didn't think she could be. She just, she's just not. I loved Heel Bailey. Good, I loved Heel really? Bailey. Really, I was just I about did. to say I don't. I'm like talking it. about during pan, the pandemic. Mm. Mm. No, mm. I thought you said she proved you wrong, Neil. Did I say that? You said she proved you wrong. She was better than she that. thought. Than you thought. I, I found her in the beginning. That's what I'm saying. During but the, when she when later, they went back live, that was different though. I do feel like her and Bianca are going to feud next. And the thing with an obnoxious heel is that they'll be like, "Oh man, the crowd hates me. This is perfect." But it's, it's like annoying. no, it's it's, it's 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 obnoxious to where I'm gonna I'm just gonna turn the fucking volume off until you're done. Or what? Just, I, I or, think, or if I'm DVRing it, just skip through it. If you think Bailey and Bianca had a lot of like building up. You know, before Bianca, I mean, I'm sorry, before Bailey got hurt. I think that's going to be Bianca's next opponent. But we'll see. We'll see coming. Know. We'll see this Monday it's night. A lot of questions coming out of Mania. So uh, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. WrestleMania so, part two. It's it's going to be a fucking interesting one. So uh, I am going to take it away in the outro. Unless you guys want to say anything. No. You guys everyone, all good? Everyone have a good night. That was cute. That was a nice little good night. You have anything to say, Neil? No, not at all. Good, good. Come on, you got you gotta say something to your fans, man. 
this is uh, Neil Pretty Boy Thomas signing off for tonight. WrestleMania 38 in the books, and we can't wait to talk about what's going to happen during the week. Uh, we didn't do Jabra of the Week, uh, Wrestler of the Week this week, because you know we're going to show a little respect to everybody involved in WrestleMania. Uh, everybody put forth the effort. Everybody tried their best. We're going to criticize and critique and praise who we want to, but everybody who stepped in foot in that ring this weekend did what they were supposed to to the best of their abilities. And we praise that here at Marking Out. Hey everyone, this is Dean Walker. And if you're listening to this, that means you have reached the end of today's episode. Uh, Whether you're listening to Marking Out, where I'm sure Neil Thomas and Cordell were probably talking a little too much, or if you were listening to my own episode, Wednesday Night Walker, on Wednesday nights at 5 p.m., I just wanted to thank you guys so much for, you know, giving our podcast a, a chance, giving our podcast a listen, and while you're here, if you can give us a rating and a written review, it greatly helps out the podcast. We are on Instagram at Marking Out Pod. And we're also on Twitter at Pod Marking Out, where Neil Thomas and Cordell just cannot get enough of giving their opinions on the wrestling world. So they tweet constantly. So go ahead and give that a follow. Uh, they're pretty entertaining. I'm not a really big social media guy, but you can follow me at 99DeanWalker on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Cordell, he's a little bit better than me. Uh, he's at Cordell Ponson uh, on Instagram and If you don't have a Twitter or an Instagram or anything like that and you want to reach us, you can email us at askmarkingout, A-S-K-markingout, at gmail.com. Now, you can give us a question, you can give us a story, you can give us really anything that you want to be read out loud on the podcast and have us kind of like talk about it or answer it or whatever the case may be. Go ahead and do that. Um, And good news, if you are a visual type of person to where you want to watch the podcast, uh, we have a YouTube so if you want to hit the link down in our description, it can send you right to our uh, right to our YouTube where you can subscribe, and our videos will be posted shortly because we are in a uh, we are construction constructing the studio for for uh, marking out, which will be in Neil Thomas's Batcave, and then Wednesday Night Walker with myself in my own personal studio. So. Either one uh, would be really cool, Uh, whether you want to do YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all of it, email us, anything that you want to do. This podcast is uh, really special to us and it's growing at a a pretty good pace. And, you know, I just, uh, I also want to thank the guys, Cordell and Neil for, you know, being there. All jokes aside, they're, they're fantastic guys. And I could not imagine doing this podcast with anybody else. So thank you guys so much for checking out today's episode. This is Dean Walker signing off.